Hey y'all, we're back. We're back. Um, we back in the building with our uh our middle kids, but um Ooh. first, <laughs> do we have do you have your cocktails? We are still in the kitchen with our cocktails. We have everything that we had left over. Yes. Cuz we need some strong shit. Because, yeah, these kids are hitting us over the head with some doozies. Man. <laughs> and if you haven't listened to last week's conversation, you need to make sure you go back and listen to it so you can pick back up. Because we're kind of continuing the conversation with our biracial middle children. Yes. And where we kind of left off on. Um, Dynasty went on a whole random, random rant. <laughs> Like her mama and her right. mama's friend. She kind of got, right got a little off topic, but it was still very good. And so we are. Very, um, very has a very pers- different perspective. Yes. So, and so we picking back up with um with Hiram's response. And where we left off was um, they were discussing. Having They're to defend. Having to defend their parents' choices of partners or, right. or you know, their mom, Harm's mom dating black men, you know, Dynasty's mom to have married to a white man. So right. they were discussing that, but make sure you go back and listen to the first episode. Because that was good. Because that was the whole thing that was, was good. great. And uh and this is gonna be good too. Yes so, it um, is. So get your cocktails together your cocktails. And, and we're ready for Hiram's response. Let's get into it, Hiram. Um, <clears throat> I was saying that, well, I was going to say that a lot of, um, black men tend to date white women for the aesthetic of it. You know, the, the biracial children, the, the overall look that comes with that mixed family type of thing. I think that plays into a huge, that play, part of that plays into, to the issue with black people having an issue of seeing a white woman with the black man. Also, most black men, when they get to a certain status in life, they tend to go to the lighter to white women. But why though? Especially if you've already... Society, like that's what it is. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So society, there was a period of time where having the biracial kids was like cute and aesthetically pleasing. Not a period of time, it still is. Like it still is. Like it's... I don't know if you're on Twitter, but anytime we have a new NFL draft or something, you just see all the black men getting drafted and then their white girlfriends on camera with them. Mm -hmm. And then like there is like funny tweets that go viral and it's like you you show the the athlete's dad, a dark skinned man who married a white woman, had his mixed boys. His mixed boy is now an athlete. And so then he's now with a white woman. And then now you go from dark skinned dad and just in two generations you have a completely Caucasian baby. And it's like you gave this NFL lifestyle. I mean, not gave it. I'm sure that's not the whole process, but it's like thought process behind it. But now this whole, this white woman is now going to have the, your lineage of NFL wealth in this white kid. And now we took this black man who gave a black son the, the talent to go to the NFL. And now we're dispersing that talent to the white community. 
with a white woman and white babies. So and that, is it you being think that white about? child is going to go to a black woman? Fingers crossed, but unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> so is it being talked about? Yes, frequently. Think pieces on Twitter every day, but the black men... But no offense, love y'all, but y'all are the weakest link sometimes. Goddamn. And y'all literally like to just fold for a white girl with a soft booty. And I get it. I get it. But come on. <laughs> well, well, damn. So I are mean, there... So we are still there... ain't got it all out. <laughs> she still hold on to some she, shit. She got God damn. Shit. A lot of shit. I don't even know where this is coming from. I have not... Well, I might have been, but I... In my brain, I've never just been passed over for a Caucasian woman, so I don't even know where all this like. It's because you see, you had, from. you've been in the athletic world, you've seen all the football players at school, and you, you so you probably have seen it quite evolved. a bit. How you know, black women are so predominant, are like the top tier athletes in any college setting. Just be honest, they typically mm-hmm. are, and they don't like black the athletes. The black athletes don't care because we are almost your equals. Like, yeah, you're top dog in your sport, but so am I. Like. We're both so busy. They're I'm, competing. Not gonna cater, I'm not going to cater to your needs more than mine because we both have needs. But guess what? This white woman who's a non-athlete, she's going to come home and rub your feet. She's going to make your bed. And she's going to cook you a hot meal. They don't have that, that, that whatever the discipline within them to support their woman, to hold their woman down because they need to be held down. And for some reason, only one of us can be held down at one time. So that's, that, that'd be what it'd be. So, yeah, go have some mixed babies with her because she can hold you down. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> So it's deeper. It's so it's deep. It's deep. It's yeah, deeper. I don't know. What I know. It's just like <laughs> what? Well, so what can you do? Like where? So where does this start? Does it start as a kid exposing your black children, your black boys to more blackness, the, or what do no, you do? It's the That's black so mothers. We sometimes well not. We're better now. Generationally, we're getting better. But black mothers. Who is the first woman that is beating you and calling you a nigga and saying all these bad, you know, right. making you feel bad and yelling at you because just for anything, you didn't take the chicken out, you didn't clean your room now? Who is the one woman in your life making you feel terrible about yourself? Is this black woman? And then you are now 20 and you get the complete opposite, this soft white girl who's letting mm. you do anything. It's like, wait, this is what but I'm But is that for. a generalization? No. Because... I mean, it's definitely a generalization because not all not black all mothers are that way. No, and not but all. yes, yeah. I, no, I get, I get it because our generation, yeah. our Gen X's and above, were very hard. And I think part of it is because we had to be. We had we were we had to we was fighting. We and was just why? trying to survive. Why? Because these black men of the previous <laughs> generations couldn't hold it down. So we keep going back and back, and it's the mistakes of one generation. We try to fix for the next one, but then they make new mistakes, and then they try to fix those mistakes, and we make new creative more mistakes. And now here we are. So who's gonna fix it? Which generation is gonna fix the it? The generation of men who decide to who this generation of men literally be like, I'm not gonna do that. I need to be chased too. These generation of men literally want Gen to be Z's chased. or millennials. Whatever the heck I am, <laughs> these men so in my age category really Just, be like, Oh, I'm not spending money on like they be more down for their bros than these girls. And oh, it's like for sure. and I feel you because your bros, they were there when y'all weren't eating together when you were kids. Uh, <laughs> y'all was there when y'all were we got some together. bros in the background but, <laughs> some bros in the background like, they like, dapping up in the background black men they're not able to like be cognizant of these men held me down as a kid but now I'm a grown up I have to now put my whole life into this new woman this is my new everything and it's like there's just such a gap in it's like to them it's a simp thing like why would I bend over backwards for this mm-hmm. woman but that's maturity why wouldn't you, is that, why maturity? Wouldn't you? is that maturity 
There's, I think so. And honestly, I think that even our generation of men our had generation. that. They, they, well, even back then when we were younger, they still had that same, you know, they listening to Dre and all it these, wasn't cool I got all the hoes in the world. Sweet right. and nice and right. giving and loving We just didn't woman. have the Twitter and the, you know, it wasn't as out there. Prevalent. You're yeah. a simp. That's the thing. I did not know what that word meant until college. And then I was like, a simp? You like your woman too much? Like, that's a that's a bad right. thing. Like, partly you're whooped by your woman. Do y'all your hate women? Got, do y'all we, hate me? We, y'all we hate called it pussy whooped. Pussy whooped. Yeah. yeah. So, do y'all hate women? Like, it seems it like that's a, great, that, that's a great problem to have. Like, yeah, I do anything my woman wants. Wow, that sounds, but that like, was, that sounds right. like you're that making was right decisions. That very life. weak. Minded. Right, yeah. Yeah, if, if you made the right decisions to pick a, a, a woman who is a good partner, she's not going to take advantage of it. I say that all the time. I see these no good women and their husbands do anything for them. I'm like, bruh, she ain't shit. I do what, like, <laughs> why, why can't I get half of that? I do, I do way more. I deserve that. Like, that, like. Well, that's why they have that book out that it says good. What did it? What was the book called? Why? Oh, why men marry bitches? Tuh. I mean, well, unfortunately, damn. I think a lot of these men, you, you. you some of them you gotta you gotta rough them up a little bit for them to act right. Unfortunately, I don't know. I ain't got time for it. I'm already 24. I don't have time for that. Like the same mental hurdles I had to go through to get to where I am. Why can't black men take the responsibility to do that? Why can't y'all heal from whatever the well, hell y'all part. went through? Why can't y'all heal and like in a real genuine way? And it's so frustrating. And then it, 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 the more frustrating thing, I'm not even asking y'all to come in fully healed. It's the fact they don't even see there's problems. Like, you don't even, <laughs> that's step one. What, you really think you out here perfect? You think this this is this is the end? This is where you need to be forever in life? Who are their role models, though? These no good black men of the last generation. Or no black men, no men at all. Which is a problem in itself. So, again, men need to take accountability for everything that they want that... Y'all need to be leaders, and if y'all want your community of black women to fall in line and stop being so manly and stop being all in your face, soften them up. Be leader. Don't just say you're leaders because you're a man. Be a leader and soften this, and soften your woman up and make her someone who wants to submit to you. Treat her like a princess so bad that she don't even want, like, why would I act hard? This man do everything for me. But no, they want to be catered to first. They want to be taken on dates. They want to be... Is that what they want? They want to be taken on dates? Over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah. No, yes. In general, I've heard like, man, why can't men get dates? Men deserve dates too. Sometimes. Are y'all? Are y'all good? I don't are think. Okay? I think that's just that's the internet. You know, see, that's what I want to say. They act that way too. But they like they don't they don't have the mental like they can't do the mental gymnastics to figure out why they feel some type of way, but they're just three months in, just angry. Stay. Well, you know, the Suddenly thing of it is, is I think, they're not being spoiled. So I think that, um, I think that a lot of that comes down to just men's, they need to heal. They need to figure oh, out yeah. some shit. You know, so there's, there's a lot of, as a people, we all got issues. Oh, I don't know anybody that doesn't need some therapy. And uh, true. And so mm-hmm. I think it's just, I think some of that is maturity. I think some of that is men, their mindset, how they were raised, relationship. We all got, it's, it just all comes back to self and right. instead of projecting, which is what we most of us do. A lot of, you know, men do that. Women do that. We project. Women are a little bit more accountable a lot of times for I their shit. So yeah, they would probably disagree. About accountability and who 
is the increasingly the most educated demographic of women? Who's increasingly adding to their education and adding to that that wealth of knowledge? Black women are the most educated demographic, and on the flip, the back end, who's the least educated? Black men, and so it's like you have these this generation, specifically this generation of of black women, increasingly doing all those those things, getting more education, seeking healing his, uh, themselves, healing themselves, and you have this generation of black well, men. But who you are know, stagnant. here's the thing. Here's here's a, a fact. When it comes to maturity level, even as growing up, uh, boys or young men are always about a couple of years behind women. Always, girls yeah. actually mature faster yeah. and quicker mm-hmm. than men. It's just it's it's a natural. Scientific fact, I believe. So I think part of that is, you know, and a lot of times, you know, if you really want to get down to a yes, the men take the lead, but the women are really running the show behind the scenes. So if the women can take the accountability, hopefully that passes on down to the men because I don't know what else. How do y'all want to be leaders, but we need to pass our accountability. Because we are more in tune and tapped into our emotions. And I think that stems from the men. You know, even me as a parent having, because, you know, raising boys, shut up. Stop crying. Shut up. You act like a bitch. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. God damn. <laughs> damn. I mean, sometimes if, if it you, fit, they what, what is it? it? If it fit. If it was if, if, applicable. If it, if it was applicable. It fit. But at, at the same time, that's when you switch up into the different parenting. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that were happened that our generation was raised with. Shut yeah. up. You need to yeah. be strong. Suppress your emotions. Cry. You shouldn't yeah. be, you know, and even as a single mother, I portrayed that same thing to my sons. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's just we as people in general have a lot. Everything that we thought was Normal, normal and the right thing and the right thing maybe really isn't it didn't and work it just so kind of well. starts you being self-accountable and tapping into yourself on being becoming a better person but i think as biracial children getting back onto the topic of it i mean what would you all say as far as do you feel there is a both of best or worst worlds being biracial because Ooh, do you get you feel like you're getting the best do, of both worlds? Okay, do you oh. play do you play one side when it's convenient and one oh. side when it's not? Do you ever exercise white privilege if you're if it's applicable? Hell yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Y'all do? Hell yeah. Yes, yes. Period point blank. Give yes. me some scenarios. I know. I, I remember specifically in seventh grade, I had a, a conversation with Bailey Wilborn. I had a conversation with Bailey in the computer lab. And it was, I really am happy that I'm a chameleon. Like, I can be this way around the white people, but I can be this way around the black people. Like, oh, I, I wow. can get in where I fit in. Is it a double-edged sword where, like, you also don't fit in anywhere? Yeah. Sometimes. But since you also experienced that the bad side of it, you know how to work the good side of it. Like, I know how to turn on my white voice and maybe if I straighten my hair and I can, hey, I can be ABC, but I can also flip it around and I can't give you specific scenarios when I do it, but I know it in the moment when I need to co-switch. Damn. As a black person, you co-switch all the time, but it's a little bit more effective when us as almost white passing people do it like it just it hit a little bit harder <laughs> i agree dang you, agree? you do it too hell yeah sometimes it's to your benefit 
Not sometimes. It, it, I sometimes mean, it's just what it is. But what the world is so rough out here. Like you get so few advantages. You got to take take advantage when you can because we also experience so many disadvantages. So like if this specific scenario, I can work to my advantage. Why wouldn't I? Am I gonna do it at the expense? Like, if, am I gonna intentionally do it at the expense of other black people? I can tell you, I wouldn't. Am I gonna right. do it at the expense of white people? Yes. <laughs> but not, but if it's like something where oh, being light skinned or being white would knock other black women down and put me in a better position, I don't want that. But if being black and being hip and being ethnic can get me ahead of white women, I would do that without uh, <laughs> without a second guess. So, no, I mean, and and again, it's because white women are born with so many advantages. This one specific scenario is going to disadvantage you to be white right now. Sorry, sis. We're just going to have to get through it, push through it the same way I have to push through getting sent to the back of the classroom because my hair is too poofy and it's covering up the screen for all y'all. So it is what it is. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. I feel that. I feel I understand. I understand. And be for real, how many scenarios does it does that really happen? White women are disadvantaged because a black woman's in, in there. That That's doesn't happen. It doesn't. It don't happen. It might be happening more and more lately. And that's why. <laughs> that's why they be trying to save their race <laughs> because. <laughs> why you saying like that? <laughs> because we do too much now. No, like, I it, think like, I think it's just that. In actuality, it's. Black people doing exactly what white people have said. Pull yourselves mm-hmm. up by your bootstraps. Come together as a as this. And now that they're doing it, now it's like, oh shit. Right. What the fuck are we gonna do? It's now? making us look a little bad. Right. Like, yeah. So absolutely. I mean And the thing is it's like what Hiram said earlier, how like when he went to school, white girls were white girls and black girls were black girls, like there was a time when white people had their their forte and black people had their forte that we could all succeed in. But then for you know, they still, white people still use that to their advantage. We had to do things like affirmative action. Like, we had to do all these things where, like, black people couldn't exist in their own spaces. Mm-hmm. And now it's 2023, and it's like, okay, well, we're all in one space. Now we're still succeeding. We're still thriving. And y'all, now y'all are trying to emulate us. Like, what should I think about the uh, black girl follow train? I don't know about that. Um, what is that? <laughs> What is that? It okay. was it, it was, was on, on Twitter. TikTok. I mean on TikTok. Yeah, when so there was a sound that said, "If you're black and you're a female or you're a woman, whatever, follow, follow me, me and I'm I'll follow, follow you back." back. And, and some of the, there's some white women that are upset about that. Tragic. <laughs> like I said, Ironic. there's so few scenarios Ironic. where it helps to be black. Like, why do you feel like you have to be in every single space? This is the one singular hashtag on TikTok for black women. And because y'all are they're, they're, what they were saying was if we as white women would have said that, then we would have been saying we were racist and being exclusive. If you as white women felt the need to make that hashtag, then you would understand the plight that we go through. Y'all don't have to make hashtag because you're a cute white girl that's going to get put on your for you page and you're going to get hella followers. It's these black creators on TikTok that the algorithm doesn't lean towards mm-hmm. that have to override it with hashtag black girl follow train. Y'all don't have to do those things. That's what I'm saying. Like, people who get mad at affirmative action. Well, Y'all didn't have to do well, it. Well, so. I only have 300 followers. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been posting for a year. But yeah, I, I was mean. not mad about it. I was not upset about it. I was like, yes. My mm-hmm. friends, my, you know, I'm like, hey, y'all get a thousand. Y'all can go live. Y'all can do this. Yeah. 
So I think there was a difference. I think it was just, you know. And my thing is, make your own hashtag. Do go make the white hashtag. That's what I said. Do it. Do it. Who cares? Do it. Like, if you want to be a point, part of the hashtag, go for well, it. Well, I and, think the <laughs> other thing too is, you know, white girls are really there's not a whole lot of community when it comes to that. It's a more of an individuality. Because you know, there are so many. Because of y'all. you didn't have to. You, you don't have to come together as a community to 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 do anything. So there isn't really all of that. It's kind of like getting where you fit in wherever that is. You know. So that's yeah. a great problem to have. That just everyone yeah. looks like you, and everything is just you know. Every, it's so normal that everyone has to be different. Like there's nothing. There's nothing unique about this. So we had to come together as a community because we had no other option. In the real world, in the real world, we were ostracized. So we had to make our own little sub-communities. So, again, these are all repercussions that y'all did. At some point in history, we had to create this community. Now Now that it's coming, actually coming together and things are happening with social media and everything, now it becomes an issue, a problem. Well, okay, so... As far as being biracial, what do you feel are the issues, like the like your true issues of being biracial in today's society? I mean, we know you know we just talked about both the best worlds. You can, but like, do you feel kind of like has it been a hindrance, it, or or do you have to fight for your identity, your existence? Of, mm. Or are you literally forced to choose the side? I mean, can you be biracial in today's society? And am I asking that? No, correctly? it's trendy. It's trendy. Yeah, and it's not the, not of. It's not like we made it trendy, but it's trendy to be mixed, like because it's that perfect blend of both worlds. Of you get the you get the black like you get to be black. Everyone everyone wants to be black. It's trendy, but you get to be black, but you also get this cute curly hair and this nice golden skin and you can be in you know these certain environments so like yeah it's trendy to be to be mixed like white girls want black men for mixed kids black men want white women for mixed kids we to be honest the only disadvantage i get is from black people because again i'm not black enough white people it's they know it's woke culture you're you're going to question a black person for being mixed white people they kind of know their place and know what's appropriate now Black people have no problem questioning you, like, oh, like, oh, you're not black enough. You're you're mixed. You're not, you know, you're not black. But how do you mix? How do you feel about that, though? Be so for real, like that, like especially, like be so for real, especially in the beginning of like the Black Lives Matter movement. I was very, I was a huge advocate back immediately when Trayvon Martin got shot in 2012 to like 2017, before it got very trendy to be this. And when it was more annoying, when people were kneeling during anthems, like when it was annoying to do that, I was wanting to kneel during the anthem at my college soccer games, and it was a huge scandal. Like, you know, it, I was that person. And so when people would say, man, you're not even black, I'd be like, I care more than you do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I care more about this community, the community than you do, but because you're full black, because both your parents are black, you're more black than me. I'm out here advocating. I'm out here... You know, I'm out here telling people, like, spreading this, this gospel that needs to be spread in the early days before everyone knew about it. So, who are you to tell me I'm not black enough? I mean, again, that's your experience. If I'm not black enough to you, okay, cool. But I know I'm securing myself. I know what I'm doing to, mm-hmm. to further the community. In my small way, I can. I know what I'm doing. And it's definitely more than what you're doing. So, 
who's really more black if you want it like okay damn sure. <laughs> Hiram <laughs> Destiny has a mouth <laughs> and then some Girl. I mean but valid very valid what what do you I mean you agree you I agree I think that I think you know obviously being uh like she said I mean I think for me most of my questioning of if you're or you know the the accusations of you not being black enough definitely came more from the black side so I think to me that's more of like when they say black plight that's like interracial plight Mm. Hmm. So that's separate. It's a separate plight. I yeah. think so. I mean, yeah, I, I can so. see that definitely. And it really is. I don't want to sound like the victim light skin girl, but it is tough to talk about because it, you can't, like with colorism so prevalent as it is. It's like, what do you mean? It's hard being light skin. You mean it's hard being mixed? Like, be for you real. should have so many benefits. And it. and we do. And there's a and I want. There is a way to acknowledge that we have a lot of benefits with our proximity to whiteness, but also black people sometimes do make it hard because of that proximity. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it is hard to fit in sometimes. Do I, at, at a certain, my friends that I have now, I, I've known them for years. They already know what it is, but I do feel some type of way when I'm in a new group of, of black girls. And if I start talking passionately about any black subject, I get those looks like, Girl, like, girl, do you even happen to? Yeah, you? no, like, be for a girl. What do you know about this? What do you like? Just literally, what do you? So know? they don't think that you experience uh, black issues because you're biracial. Yeah, and, and again, it's not as bad as their issues, and I can I can admit that I get a lot of privilege, but that don't mean life is just peachy, and like I don't experience no prejudice, no racism, no negativities from being black, and so. Again, it's like we're putting up all these little walls because, uh, like, the oppression Olympics. Well, you haven't been as oppressed as me, so, mm-hmm. you know, go over there. Go go over there. You you don't relate to us. Mm-hmm. But then you can't go over there because you're not all the way over there. Right. Jesus. I'm sorry. I was going to say, y'all poor babies. <laughs> what did we do? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to say. This would be an interesting conversation to have with Destiny or or Desiree yeah. because Desiree is very, very white passing. passing, blonde, very loose curls, blue eyes, fair skin. Destiny looks very Hispanic, yeah, tan skin, just looks straight Hispanic. So it's like I can say I've experienced these things because I look mixed. I look black. I look mixed. But does has Boogie has has Desiree had these same experiences? Probably not. I, that's a, yeah. I've never had that the conversation with her, and I that that leads me to say no because I feel like she would say something, but like, and she is very. She definitely. Um, I feel like she has some inner Karen in her. Like she, I think she could go Karen on us. She's very dramatic. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's a, she's she's a dramatic one. <laughs> <laughs> Like she gonna come with some tears and face gonna oh, be red. <laughs> face gonna be red and everything. Like she, I think she could, and you know she would get all the. Oh my God, are you okay? How can I help you? She's gonna get all of that. Just you know. And that's Boogie playing her race to her advantage, right? As it needs to. It is what it is. And see, when you or say is like, that just who she is? I think she. I think a lot of it is. Her, but we, it is we her personality. Who someone is to 
a white personality or a black personality. I mean, yeah. They just so happen to always fall it in the correct category. always comes back to that shit. <laughs> they fall in the correct category. The fucking tuna casserole. <laughs> <laughs> Versus. It just is way too accurate to not. Like. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, well. These post sugars, I don't know what we did to our churns, Kim. What we do? So then, so then let, let's, let's ask this real quick. The okay. woke. We talked about woke. Uh-huh. What does woke mean to you, oh, Hiram? Yeah. What is woke? I'm going to let you go first. Right. Too damn much. What you mean by Is that? it good or bad? It's bad, if you ask me. Why? Me. Because I feel like it's take, it takes away from the ability to redeem yourself. Like is the that cancel, the cancel culture, the cancel culture or woke? Is it all the same all thing the same. or is it two different things? To me, it's all the I same. I don't know. I think there's... And this... the reason why I say it's all the same is because usually when you're woke about something, you're fighting for that cause and there's no if, ands, or buts about it. There's no gray areas. There's no gray area. Usually the outcome of being woke about something is canceling something. Hmm. So to me, it's all hmm. the same. And I think that cancel culture takes away the ability for people to redeem themselves. So and some people don't need to be redeemed. I was going to say, there's, there's I feel like well, I you, you have to grow. And I hate that I always say it, it a race thing, but I think the the pervasion of how we perverted the word woke it comes yeah. from white people because like it was white people be getting canceled for their racism, like their true like your tweet surface, like your awful tweet surface from yeah a few years ago or you know past stories or past blackface photos or costumes like white people started getting canceled and that's when Fox News can start saying, oh, cancel culture is bad and they start, you know, they start twisting everything. It's like, being woke is not bad and now it's almost like a a backhand, like, oh, you're woke. And it's like, this started, like, woke was a word that black people came up with to be aware, to be awake to what's happening in society and white people turned it into this faux pas, lol, you're woke now, just because too many of y'all got canceled for being racist. Truly racist. Okay, so then that's job generation. I was going to say, because I got a whole different version of what I think woke is. I think that it's elevated into something else, though, now. Like, where where it Mm -hmm. originated from, yes, but I think now it's taken on a whole different Culture it's snowballed into something. Yeah, it's too much. I agree with you. Well, you know, we're not gonna have nothing. Wokeness was perfect. Holidays. perfect between like 2017 and 2019. Like that's what everyone was like aware of. Like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be saying these things about gay people. Maybe we shouldn't say these. Like everyone was aware of like what was okay, but now it's like now we're nitpicking. Like mm-hmm. now, in the past couple of years, it got to like, wait, what's the problem with that? Wait, what's the problem with that? Like there'd be things like, oh yeah, they're getting canceled. There'd be major stories, and I'm like. Like I would have said that same thing. <laughs> like, oh my god, maybe like, I'm the problem because so yeah, it's too much. To say what was it trending on Twitter? They don't want. They didn't like how people were spelling folks. Like were spelling it f o l k s, and they were putting f l. I mean f o l x. Oh hell! Oh my god! So and who said, who, com- that, who comes up with it? That it made the trans community feel left out. And I feel like stuff like that, that is propaganda propaganda to make people dislike trans people. Like, truly, like, I feel like, oh, like, anytime these inflammatory stories, I feel like it's, those are inflated to something to make the, to villainize the trans community. Like, I've, I've heard a lot of, like, the Latinx thing. Like, oh, don't say Latino or Latina. People be like, Latinx? I've known so many trans people, like, we don't give a 
we don't care about that stuff. Like, so that's are you what serious? I'm like, know. that is not, that's, the, that's other people telling us what we want. We just want to be able to live our lives and maybe go to the bathrooms that we want. So Y'all it wasn't a trans or, or LGBTQ thing. They didn't say that. It was just some somebody else that was just someone like, Someone is inflicting folks. rules that, that they say, this is what all our, all our community wants. And that's why you get these white conservatives like, Y'all are doing too much. Like, oh, I got to do this and this and da, 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 da. And it is a lot. Like, it, it does become a lot. Like, I know for a fact gay and trans people literally just want basic respect. They don't care mm-hmm. if you say their, their wrong pronoun the first couple times. But after they tell you, then let's move forward. We don't expect you to be all-knowing at all times every day. And it's like, that's what that's what people feel like they have to be. No, just be respectful and willing to learn. No one is going to say, oh, you're transphobic because you didn't tell me my right pronoun the first time you met me. But after I enlighten you what it is, your reaction to that is what dictates your character. Are you going to be like, mm, I don't do that pronoun Because they feel disrespected or, of, mm-hmm. because that's their identi- identity. And they so, feel disrespected. But so what does woke mean to you, though? I think, for me, it all came stemmed from about 2019-2020 when, you know, George Floyd and almost to the point of white people in a whole waking the fuck up when mm-hmm. it comes to the black plight, African-American issues, all the things that have been said and for, for years, years, I think yeah. because of the way everything transpired, so many of them all of a sudden are like, okay, this shit's real. It's not just after a, George Floyd. Yes. So yeah. I think a lot more it. white people in itself became more, they woke up. They became and realized that shit, all the shit, you know, some of the shit we've been taught has been bullshit. A lot of the shit we've been taught is yeah. bullshit. We have been kept from such a big part of history and culture because it's not taught to us. If you don't go out and research it yourself, you're not going to be taught all of this shit mm-hmm. in school. Every, you know, I think, so I think for me it was the woke culture because we aren't just buying into what the news media presents anymore. People, right. now you're doing your own research. You're finding out different things and you're saying, mm, what you're telling us isn't quite the truth. Right. To me, that's the woke culture. But that's almost mm. bad because people are so woke, they feel like they know better than anything. Like, you know, well, like, you know, say like conservatives, like, oh, well, we have proof that Trump did this. Well, no, because the media is lying and da, 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 da. you feel like you're so woke, you can just disbelieve facts because everyone is lying to you. You're more, you're more woke than now. So it's like there's a double edged story that it's great that we're doing our own research and not just taking one news site's things. But it's like now people are distrustful of everything. They form their own opinion and that's their opinion. And it doesn't matter because everyone's lying to them. Everyone, there's nothing true. <laughs> nothing true is on earth except Well, I think when, it, you know, I mean, if Ooh, you really Lord. start looking in, I mean, of course, there are so many layers to this shit and levels. But I think once you start digging into it and you start realizing there's a lot of shit that is not true. That uh, in the media, you know, from, and you know, unfortunately, I don't just look at one thing and then mm-hmm. buy it. I'll go do a little research check here and there. And form your formulate your own opinion. I think there's so many they just buy what they hear. Right. But a lot I think of these shows the tell you what you should is, think. Hey, I'm not buying into just the bullshit that you feed me no more. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm open to this now. To your, I mean, what do you think, Christina? Do you agree with that, or do you have your own perception? Um, I mean, I I agree with everything you guys are saying. In the mm-hmm. beginning, it was very much you know a lot of racist people being exposed you know, to they being exposed and people were waking up to that shit. And it was, it was very obvious. There was no, 
Well, maybe. And then also, I think a lot of black people stopped giving a shit about white approval. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot, forever, that's what the thing was. We overlooked a lot of racism because we just want to be, we want to be a part of. Oh, you thought that's what you had to do to get in, to get right. by, to make it And happen. it got to the point mm-hmm. where we like, man, I don't give a fuck if you like me or not. Like, I don't, you know. So all of that started to be exposed that you guys have been blatantly racist for a very long time. And we can't have it. Like, this is not okay. People started, you know, boycotting companies that are allowing this type of bullshit so i mean but it, i think it has it has gotten to a point to where it's like okay come on now like, so, okay, so let me you, ask it's out of control let me ask you guys this though because see for us in our generation you know you have the lbgtq community um pronouns and everything like for our generation growing up um if you weren't gay there was no, nobody was coming out. Nobody, you know, it was, that was a very. Once in a blue moon. You, stigmatism, yeah. you know, that was very. And then now it's just, I mean. It's very It open. is, it very is what it is. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? Do you even have a thought about care. it? Yeah. Or you no, don't even, it's not even care. something that's. I don't, yeah, it's literally the emphasis of I'm so indifferent because it has nothing to do with me. Who am I? to say anything about their their lifestyle. But would like, you say you're an ally? Yes, absolutely. Like, and I, I mean that, like, I don't care so much as to, like, why do y'all care? Like, that's almost, mm. like, how how can you, how can anyone possibly care? Like, how is it not just a very blatant, like, do what you want? Like, yeah. go get surgeries, go be trans, who, call yourself whatever you want, go date who, like, how is that? How is that affecting anybody's how life? How is that not the blanket just mentality for everyone? How does anyone else... Mm-hmm. affect anyone else like I mean, so much yeah. as the, like i want to be an app like i am an ally but it's like i don't care so much because it should just be commonplace like that's like asking me like what do you what's your take on on heterosexual relationships yeah girl i don't know like they're, just, <laughs> they're here they're they're a thing like uh, yes <laughs> i mean yeah it's true but yeah, a lot of people and that's an issue. And that I almost take it as a challenge dating black men. Unfortunately, there's so much ingrained homophobia in the black mm. community, especially with black men. Mm. I like black men. That's all I date. And so it's always been a, a challenge and a hurdle I have to encounter with any black man I'm talking to dating. Like we have to get over that homophobia stage. Yeah. <laughs> and that sounds so bad, but it's like I've never not encountered that. Like, and I've had to, and I've successfully, I can say successfully worked that out. Like at the end of the day, like. Because I just ask questions. Like, I'm not going to make you feel bad. I'm not going to say, like, why do you feel that way? It's literally just, okay, but what about this? Okay, but where where does that feeling come from? Like, when you ask enough yeah. questions and actually probe, like... Then people start to think, well, hell. Right. It's why right. do I think right. that way? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like, again, they realize, told. I was going to say, exactly. they realized that was from, yeah, their and they own... they don't do those... They're not constantly self-reflecting as they grow up to wonder, like, man, why do I feel this way about gay dudes? That's that programming. We've, we've been mm-hmm. programmed to... To think and now everything is kind of open and everyone is, it's okay to be yourselves. Right. So with that being said, just kind of wrapping this conversation up, where do you guys see, do you see opportunities, the future as opportunities are endless? Do you see we still have a long way to go when it comes to race racial relations? relations? You know, when, again... When we were growing up, things were very different. 
times mm-hmm. were different. There was a lot more obstacles to overcome. Mm-hmm. What do you guys feel now, Hiram? What do you think, Hiram? Mm-hmm. Or does that even something that do y'all plays think about that? Do you even think right? About that? Yeah. Because we're fight, fight for your rights, well, fight no, for your no, rights. Your fight for your rights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting for you. Do y'all your feel rights, like y'all baby. right? I was gonna say, do y'all feel like y'all have to fight for anything, or everything is just kind of smoothed out for you guys? I think it's more so fighting for other people, <clears throat> in a sense. Um, but your question of where do I see things going? I think that. It's still, it's always going to be something. So mm. to me, I feel like no matter how much progress you make, it's still going There's to still be something. something. Do you feel like your opportunities are endless, like open? Like, do you I mean, feel, I feel like, like there's a, in, I feel a like, cap on what you can do? No, I feel like that in general, just based on where life is now. Like, I think for y'all, a lot of the, the racial things that maybe y'all generation had to experience, we didn't really have to experience mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, you know, people running you out of a club because you're black or white or whatever the case may be. But mm-hmm. I think that there's so many other things outside of just simply what y'all had to fight through. You know like what I'm what? saying? Like, in the sense of still employment, in the sense of equal pay, in the sense of, you know... So not necessarily race things, but just just in stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, There's still a lot that. of improvements in a lot of areas. So it's not just it's not the racial part of it is not the mm-hmm. main factor, it's right? What, because there's so many other things you got LGBTQINX alphabet fighting for their stuff. You got <laughs> women fighting for their stuff. You yeah, got, you know what I'm saying. It's just it's so many other. It's Dallas, not just no, race, no, no, no. whereas ours just, were yes. the focus was race, race and women rights. Pretty yeah, much. there was no nothing. There was nothing else. I can understand that in dynasty. It's that's an impossible task. Humans are imperfect. There's no way for anyone to go about life completely unprejudiced, completely unracist, completely unbiased. Unfortunately, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't think it's possible. I think individuals can. I think small communities can. Mm -hmm. But as a whole, to get the world on the same page of everyone forget what's on the outside. Let's just move forward with our character. That's impossible. And you know me. I'm going to bring a book into it. The book series I'm reading right now is just a, a little dystopian, like a whole different future. But basically in this the iCloud, the cloud has become so knowledgeable, all knowledgeable, and that they perfected the world. No, no more climate change. No more. Everything is perfect. Humans live forever. No one has to die. He based that this cloud unlocked all the knowledge of the world. And in that perfect society where this cloud knows everything, everyone is mixed. Everyone, there's no races anymore. Everyone has like percentages. You're going to be like thirty percent African, thirty percent Asian, twenty. You know, pretty much very, your numbers are going to be very equal to where everyone is a whole bunch of golden skinned. Everyone looks general, generally the same. That's how this all-knowing thing was able to eliminate racism by making everyone hmm. the same. And obviously, it's a book; it's fiction. It's just this one guy's take. But when I read that, I said, "That's the only way to do it. Like, there's no way to make society as a, a world comply with. Oh no, everyone, it's fine. Like, you can be different but the same. That's the only way to do it: is everyone to actually, actually be the same. Because the there's always going to be that one person trying to otherize someone. Always, try, they're they're them. They're the others. They look like this." 
And everyone is trying to be better than someone else. And what's easier way to do it by the physicality? Because even in this book, everyone looked the same. And now everyone's traits started being, you know, other people for other reasons. So what's the easiest reason than than skin color? And that's what everyone sees right now. That's never going to change, unfortunately. Damn, that's depressing. Right. Shout out Neil Schusterman. That was a good book. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I mean, okay. I can see uh, that. I mean, I think we've come a long way. I think we have a long way to go. I think the biggest thing is there's no going back. Yeah, no, that, so I think I that's think, the fight is to not go back. There's no going back. I think we've came a long way. We got some work to do, and I think it all comes back down to the self accountability. If everybody can be accountable for themselves, mm-hmm. make the world a better place. Hopefully. So thank you all for joining us. More conversations to come because this Absolutely. was this was deep, and we see we see that you know there's some areas that need to be touched on a little deeper. deeper. <laughs> yes. So stay tuned for that one. Till next time. Bye. Bye.